It's the Geekiest Show Ever, number 40. Hey, Chad Perry. Hello, Tim Robertson. So it's episode number uh, 40. Yep. Yep. It's, it's a little bit late to be doing a Christmas shopping episode. Yeah, this even is, uh, yeah, to, as we record this, it's the day before Christmas. Yeah. So, but are you done? Yeah, I'm done. I'm done. Uh, got the last little stocking stuffers for my wife yesterday, and I am done. I didn't do as much Christmas shopping as I wanted to this year, mm-hmm. uh, and that's because of the job situation and right. some work. And, in fact, I fell behind on an entire episode of Tech Fan. Now, mm-hmm. I just recorded the 12th episode with Guy Gaz, and you came in at the end of that show. Yep. And we kind of had a little fun after we got done recording with some yeah. pre-recorded role that David Cohen had sent in. Can't wait for him to hear that. Mm-hmm. That's going to be fun. That's good. That's good. And um, I just didn't get as much Christmas shopping as I usually do. Mm-hmm. My, my wife obviously did a lot of it. Yeah. Now, I had to go do hers. And uh, let me relate this geekiest story to you. Okay. I'm a guy. You're a guy. We're guys. I'm going to assume or guess that – I don't know. What do you think the demographic of the listeners are? I'm going to say probably 95% are men. I'll I'll, I'll buy that. Yeah. I'm just guessing. I've never done a formal study, but I'm I'm guessing. So she sends me links to a show or to a store called Kohl's. Mm -hmm. You've been there. Yeah, I did some of my wife shopping there too. Yeah, it's a nice place. I like Mm -hmm. it. Kind of a department store. It's kind of old school in a way. I mean, it's yeah. really focused on what they have. Mm-hmm. They don't try to be everything like, you know, some other stores do. Right. But I kind of like it. So she sends me a list of the stuff that she wants, and there's two purses that she wants. Mm-hmm. So I'm in Chicago, mm-hmm. and they've got fairly large coals there. Right. So I go to the one of the bigger ones, and I've got this list printed out. I've also mm-hmm. got the email, so I have a color picture on my iPhone. Right. The purse section is massive. <laughs> it's, I, it's like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Now, women are very specific on what they like in purses. Yeah. I mean, they like what they like, and that's what, you know, if mm-hmm. you get the wrong purse, they won't use it. Right. They won't tell you they don't like it, but. They won't use it. Yeah, they won't use it. And they'll complain about their old purse, and you'll be like, I got you the other purse. And, yeah, you did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then you go, okay, I bought the wrong purse. So I wanted to get either one of these purses. I didn't care which, but these Mm -hmm. are the two that she sent, so these are the two that I'm looking for. After 20 minutes of searching through just thousands and Mm -hmm. thousands of purses, I can't find it. I finally find a woman at Kohl's that's working in that department. Mm -hmm. I give her the two pieces of paper. I said, could you please help me find these two? I've been here Mm -hmm. forever. I cannot find them. She looked for another 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. So I'm 40 minutes into purse searching at this point. They just simply do not – they have everything around it. Mm-hmm. They've got many versions of the big ones that I want to get. Yeah. But they don't have those exact purses. So I'm like, okay, you know what? It's two weeks from Christmas. I'll order it online, do you know, expedited shopping, yeah. which I did later in the day. Mm-hmm. And I just <laughs> – I ordered both of them. I was like, you know what? I'm just getting them both at this point. Yeah. What the hell? And uh, and actually, I, I opened up that box yesterday, and they wrapped it and everything. I forgot that that was an option that I chose, so they're cool. pre-wrapped. So <laughs> let's work for me. Nice. The other thing she wanted on there was uh, undergarments. Mm. Now, 
for the 5% of women that are listening to this show, do not, under any circumstances, send your man out to buy you panties and bras. Unless it's lingerie. Remember yeah, that, lingerie? Then, then <laughs> we'll, we'll, we're happy to buy that. <laughs> yeah. But just panties and bras, no. We're... Man, that stuff is expensive too. Good lord! Well, and I I would be at a loss to even figure out. I mean, first of all, you got to say, okay, so honey, what size? What do size I buy? is that? Yeah. We don't know. Yeah. Well, that I was loaded with that information. Mm-hmm. Oh, I hated it. I I felt like a pervert over there. People were giving me weird looks. I'm like, I'm, if I'm looking for this, obviously I have a woman. So stop looking at me. Yeah, it's <laughs> like when you have to make the emergency feminine products run. That I don't. I don't. That doesn't bother me at all. No. No, I'm like, yeah, I got a woman. See, I got to go buy the. That's a true. real man will buy this stuff. That's you know? true. But not the panties and bras. Yeah, that's too. I don't know. Just some. Yeah. I. What am I look? I don't know. Is this comfortable? I. What do I know? I. And, yeah. And if you get one that's like a push up because. It's that insulting. I'm not saying you need a push-up, honey. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying it was a good price. Yeah. And I didn't see any difference between the push-up brand and the whatever brand. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Just brutal. Yeah. Don't make us do it, women. We suck at it. We. And here's the thing. You, they don't come in sets. Mm-mm. I thought they would come in sets. Well, no, because, you yeah. know, the bodies are, you know, you yeah. might be this on top and this on the bottom. That's right. Finding a bra and a panty that match... Is mm-hmm. almost impossible. Yeah. Just, I'm like, okay, well, so which one goes with this one? Mm-hmm. Well, none. None go with this one. Yeah. So I'll put this one back, and then I'll pick this. Now, which one goes with that? None. None of them do. Mm-hmm. Unless it's just, like, white. Yeah. And they don't want just white. Well, unless they get, like, over 55, then they don't care. Right. But my wife doesn't want just white. So, mm. oh, it's just brutal. <laughs> just, just brutal. It's not fun. Um she insists she's easy to buy for. She's not. Right. I don't think any woman is easy to buy for. Mm-hmm. Now, my mom, she's easy. But then I, I just get her weird stuff. Okay. Quick question for you. Did Julia ever make you run the test? The test. Because I had to do the test the first year we were married. What's the test? Which is where, oh, whatever you buy is fine oh, for God, me. Oh, God, yes. Oh, yeah. 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 And so it's more or less... How well do you really know me? Go out and buy me gifts you think I'd like, and I'll figure out whether you really know me or not. And the problem with that is it doesn't matter how well you know them. Mm-hmm. Because how you well you – so if you buy exactly what they want, there's no element of, oh, wow, this is great. Yeah. And if you buy them something completely off the wall, you take the chance of, did you think I would like this? Yeah. We – I can't speak for all guys. I suck when it comes to buying women's stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I, do, I don't know what matches. It looks mm-hmm. good. It looks all right to me. Yeah. Um, I, when it comes to kids, I'm awesome at picking out kids' presents. Mm-hmm. Unless they're teenage kids, then, oh, my God. Well, and see, that's where my nieces are, and so now it's just money because right. it's easier for them to go out and get what they want. Right. Uh, one of my kids wanted a, uh, a movie. So I just bought it on iTunes and said, by the way, home sharing is on. You can pull that movie over. <laughs> that was last night. She was happy, you know. Yeah. But uh, it, it's oh, it's just impossible. Mm-hmm. I, I hate it. I, it's not that I don't want to get them something. I'm just always concerned that I'm getting the wrong thing. Yes. And it's, it's really not – it's not an indication of how much you love someone. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I love you a lot. I just don't know what the hell to buy you. Right. Now, Julie thinks I'm difficult to buy for. She's like, well, you always buy whatever you want. 
Mm-hmm. Well, yes and no. I mean, right. I don't buy everything that I want. Mm-hmm. And there's always – if it's electronics and it's cool to you and yeah. you know that I don't have it, I'll probably like it. Mm-hmm. I'll, or I'll find something to do with it. Right. But ugh, just impossible. I did see at Kohl's, believe it or not, and I think this is one of the things Julie's either going to get me for my Christmas present tomorrow or my birthday because I have cold – Kohl's cash. Mm-hmm. If you spend over this, you get this. You spend. So I've got like thirty dollars in Kohl's cash at mm-hmm. this point, and uh, so I should probably wait because those aren't good until after Christmas, but yeah. before the first of the year. Well, my birthday is January eighteenth. I think she's going to save mm-hmm. it and get it for me for my birthday. It's it's an '80s style boombox that you put your iPhone in. No, oh, really. And it looks like an '80s style oh, boombox. Cool. I was like, yeah, kind of. I don't know when I'd actually use it. Mm-hmm. But it was one of those things that was like, yeah, I kind of want that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? This, yeah. You see it and you're like, ah, I, I think I would probably use that. Mm-hmm. And you can see here in the studio, I've got this DLO yeah. jukebox. Mm-hmm. I use it occasionally, but it's just so ugly. And yeah. It sounds okay, but I think if I could replace that with a boom box. It'd be cooler. It would just be cooler. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, yeah, it's I, I got her uh, quite a few things, but probably the coolest thing I got is for my parents. Mm-hmm. In iPhoto, for those who listen to uh, Tech Fan Number Twelve, you've already heard this story, but I'll relate it here just in case. Uh, I got my parents the photo book that you can order with your own photos yep. out of iPhoto, and I have to say the quality is just amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I am really impressed with the print quality, the way the book feels. It doesn't feel cheap. It doesn't feel like mm-hmm. the pages might fall out. Yeah, the actual pages inside the book are glossy, but yet they have a mm-hmm. substance to them that makes them feel heavy yeah. and not cheap. Mm-hmm. And even Polaroids, which we both agree are some of the worst pictures you could ever have, right. scanned into my computer and printed in the book, actually look better than the actual Polaroid. Mm. So I don't know. I, you know, John Nemirovsky had warned me, he's the reviews editor at yeah. iMac, to brighten my photos because when you print them in his books, they come out too dark. Well, I didn't do that. Yeah. I didn't see any problem at all. Mm. I mean, it, it, they all look just fantastic. I'm spitting on myself here, aren't I? Mm. Um, I, I? You know, I think it's a good option. If you've got loved ones and you've got photos of them, or maybe someone in your family passed away recently and you want to get mm-hmm. something for the rest of the family to make them cry. Yeah. That's always... Well, that's what I was thinking of because I, I do have all the... Uh, Kim's sister went and collected all these photos of her dad after he passed away. And he just year. recently passed yeah, away. Yeah. yeah. And uh, put together a book with all the scanned images, but it looks like a book made of scanned Scan. photos. Yeah, right. And so, you know, when you mentioned that, I'm thinking that might be a nicer way to do it for her mom. Absolutely. You know, so that you could actually have a It's a, It's hard, a yeah. nice hardcover book. Yep. Uh, it's beautiful. It has a dust jacket with the same print mm-hmm. that's on the cover. It's just – it's a really nice, classy thing. And I mm-hmm. think if you just lost someone, not, you know, the day of the funeral because right. that would be too much. But a couple months later, someone give you this book, mm-hmm. oh, they would just treasure it. Yeah. I mean, it would be right there with an easy reach. It's mm-hmm. so much easier to look at pictures turning a page on a book, mm-hmm. even than a computer, I think. Yeah. I mean, it's it's just – it is what it is. Right. And uh, with this option, you can put captions and whatever you want. Mm-hmm. So you can really personalize it up pretty good. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, that might be something you want to look at maybe a month and a half, two months from now. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, not real soon. Yeah. Because it's still too fresh. Right. 
But uh, and not for Christmas, obviously you you miss that window. Yeah. Maybe on the first anniversary. Yeah, it could be, or it could be uh, even on her mom's birthday because her mom and dad's here the same birthday. So. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow, that's odd. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, I guess it's not that unheard of. I mean, there's only so many days in a yeah. year. <laughs> so, anyways, this is the geekiest show ever. We did not go see Tron yet. No, we and still I am haven't. dying to see Tron. Yeah, what I have planned for that is uh, my cousin and I will be getting together in Ann Arbor on the 2nd. We'll go to the IMAX theater there, see it in 3D. He wants to do a marathon, so have me come to his house early, watch the original, and then go Uh. watch Tron Legacy, which maybe I'll do. I haven't seen the original in so long, but I know I'm going to look at the original and go, oh, my God. Oh, this is terrible. Why didn't Pixar do this? (laughs) And actually, yeah, yeah. I was amazed at the preview seeing his face, and we talked about that mm-hmm. on the last episode. And I actually read how they did that. It was very interesting. The body in, is another actor. Mm-hmm. And they superimpose the composite of his face, which he's you know, playing that role as well. Right. It was interesting. Mm-hmm. And I, I, do, I really want to see the movie. However, um, I don't usually go to the theaters anymore. Yeah. It's just uh, – I still haven't seen the new Harry Potter movie, which I'm dying to see. Really? Uh, and Toy Story three, I had to wait until that came out on. We waited till it came out on DVD, and yep. we did watch it. So, uh, did you like it? Yes, I, I did too. I, did. I didn't think it was as good as the first two. No, but I don't know how how much you can keep rehashing. Yeah, but I mean, the but. bad guy is the one bear, right? Yeah, he he gets his comeuppance at the end. Mm-hmm. He, you know, mm-hmm. it was kind of harsh. I mean, I was like, God. Yeah, I, yeah, it definitely was. It you wasn't know, quite like they uh, gave him every TV chance show. to be redeemed, and the mm-hmm. guy was never redeemed. Mm-hmm. And I thought that's kind of, I don't know. It didn't feel like Pixar that mm-hmm. this guy's a bad guy and here's his fate. And yeah, yeah, that kind of bothered me. But what I wanted to say is, everybody was talking about Inception. Mm-hmm. I finally watched Inception. Have you I've seen it? Still not seen it. I still want to see it. I was actually going to. That was the movie that uh, we were going to rent. And instead, my wife wanted to see a comedy, and she wanted to see Better Off Dead, which is the old 1980s John Cusack movie. Oh, my God, really? Yeah, she'd never seen it. And so, you know, I quote lines from that movie all the time, and she's like, I don't get it. Two dollars. Yeah. I said, this is where that comes from. Yeah. That's a very (laughs) iconic movie. Yeah. I wouldn't mind watching that, actually. I mean, Um, it's it's very campy. I actually actually have it in my iTunes library. Do you? I think so. While we're recording, let me pull up iTunes. Okay, but on to Inception. I really liked it, mm-hmm. um, but honestly, it wasn't all that. Yeah. I mean, it was good, and I was amazed that they actually pulled it all off at the end. Were you expecting something like as revelatory as, say, The Matrix? Where? That's I kind of was, yeah. and it's not The Matrix. Yeah. It wasn't, oh, my God, how do they do that, or, mm-hmm. wow, this is really going to make me think. Yeah. It was nothing like that, mm-hmm. but it, it wasn't... It wasn't bad. Better off dead. Right there. See, I've got it yep. in my iTunes library. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a good flick. Mm-hmm. I, and it's like two and a half hours long. But I was curious on how they were going to – not when I say pull it off, I don't mean what happens in the movie. I mean mm-hmm. the filmmakers. Mm-hmm. And uh, there are some scenes that's just, wow, I haven't seen that before. And that was yeah. pretty cool. But – I don't know. I mean, it was it, the acting was good. I don't know. Maybe it was just built up a little bit too much for me. Yeah. You know, I was mm-hmm. expecting way more than what it was. Yeah. But uh, 
I think I finally accepted that Leonardo DiCaprio is an actual movie star. Mm-hmm. Because up until now, it's just like, it's just, it doesn't feel like he ever really paid his dues. Mm. It's like, oh, he's good looking, so now he's a big movie star. Mm-hmm. You know? This one, he was good in this one. Yeah. I mean, he, and he's not trying to be the pretty boy young guy anymore. Mm-hmm. He's just acting. Yeah. And that says something. Mm-hmm. Okay, Chad, trailer time. Yeah. Checking out some of the new trailers online. We just watched um, Your Your Highness. Highness. Yeah. Now, it's got Danny McBride, which I know you've probably seen him in some movies before. Yeah. But you're not familiar with Eastbound and Down, his HBO series. No, I have not watched it. He's basically this, uh, an 80s baseball player, Mm -hmm. way past his prime. Uh, in the first season, he's trying to get back to the majors, but he's living in his hometown mm-hmm. where he thinks he's the big star, mm-hmm. but he's just a jerk. Yeah. Uh, the second season, he's actually in Mexico, and that's all I'll say. Mm. His character is just despicable. You're just, oh, but it's so funny at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that each season's like six or seven episodes tops. I mean, it's really short series. Yeah. But it's so funny. I mean, oh, I know folks at work that watch it and record it and talk about it all the time. So, so this one has him, um, Danny McBride, yep. James Franco, yep. Natalie Portman. Mm-hmm. You know, she is, wow, she's turning into a beautiful woman. I mean, mm-hmm. she was always pretty. Yeah. But, you know, she's older now, mm-hmm. which I don't really think of young girls as, you know, they're young girls they're to young me. They're young girls, I know. She's not a young girl anymore, and yeah. she is really, I think, turning into something incredible. Mm-hmm. She acts really well. Mm-hmm. Um, she's got a great look. Yeah. I can see her in a comedy mm-hmm. or an action show. Or, or a drama. I mean, or a drama. Just did, she just finished, what, Black Swans. So. Yeah, so she's really a well-rounded actress. Yeah. Um, what do you think of James Franco? I actually, what has impressed me most with Franco is that he has really broadened his uh, his portfolio. I don't know what they call it for acting. But, right. I mean, originally you think of him as, I, I always go back to Spider-Man, you know, right. where he played, um, oh. Well, I go back, yeah. with him, I go back to Freaks and Geeks. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. You know? I forgot that he was in that. And that's yeah. a great show. We love that show. Oh, it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. It was one of those that you're thinking... Oh, this could be, and then they cancel it. Yeah. Well, after one season, I yeah. think. Yeah. Yeah. Stupid. After first season. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he was in Freaks and Geeks, mm-hmm. but he's always been one of those kind of. Maybe he will be big, but I don't know. Yeah. But he's really brought his appeal. I think you yeah. know Pineapple Express. I thought that was really funny. Mm-hmm. Um, Your Highness looks like it's going to be really funny, and yeah. then he does very serious roles too. Mm-hmm. And I don't know about his Spider-Man role. I liked his character in there. Mm-hmm. I think it was one of the more interesting characters, to be honest. Yeah. But I, he's kind of taken a back seat in this. I'm kind of surprised. You would think him as he's kind of at that point now where he's the leading guy. Mm-hmm. But he's still doing the supporting actor stuff. Mm-hmm. Does that surprise you? No, because I think if you're a good actor, you should be able to do both. But Danny McBride is your consummate. Because remember, he was in Pineapple Express, too. Yep. He was the dealer who always got beat yeah. up and stuff. <laughs> He's always been a kind of a, I don't want to say B-movie, but like third on the call sheet. Yeah. And then he had that little show on HBO that no one really mm-hmm. watched, it seems, but yet everyone seems to know about. Yeah. And now, leading guy mm-hmm. in a comedy. He's kind yeah. of, to me, kind of the new Will Ferrell. Or would you say maybe more like a Vince Vaughn? No. Well, maybe a little bit. I, something about Vince Vaughn always kind of rubs me the wrong way. 
He always kind of plays the same character. Yeah, he doesn't really act. He's still he's always the kind of the arrogant mm-hmm. goof off. Yeah, that at the end is right, but mm-hmm. you don't really want him to be. <laughs> yeah, like what was that movie? Uh, Fred Claus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know, just, it wasn't good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, he. You're right. He never plays a different role. He's always the same character. All right. Next up on the hit list. Rango. Never heard of it. Never seen it until now. Yeah, we just watched the iTunes trailer. Johnny Depp as a what chameleon. Is it, chameleon. Yep. In the old west, and he becomes sheriff of a town called Dirt. Mm-hmm. Let's move the microphone a little bit closer. All right, let's do that. Yeah. Yes, who's closer? <laughs> um, eh, I I didn't see anything worth going back for. The, the stuff that you would think that people would laugh at just wasn't funny because it's been done before yeah and <laughs> probably better yeah um all cgi but and it looks great oh yeah i fantastic. mean visually it looks yeah. great but i don't know what is it about johnny depp he he always kind of portrayed himself as this artist and he does mm-hmm. different stuff that yeah roles that other actors probably can't or won't do right and he pulls it off you know and yet He's doing four, five, and six of Pirates of the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. I mean, really? We need four, five, and six, Johnny? Well, I don't know if he needs it, but, you know, apparently the studio feels they need it. So Yeah, but he's still the actor. It's not like they can't, put a gun can't to his head. Him. Yeah. You can't replace him because he's the one that carries those movies. Is you know He is the movies. Yeah. Those movies anyways. Have they come out with a trailer for the new one yet? Not that I've seen. I know I've seen seen that they're filming it, but I haven't seen any trailers. I know that they replaced uh, Keith Richards as his father. Yeah. But that's all I know. Kind of interesting. I don't know, though. What do you think about Rango? Is it something? I mean, I've got kids. My kids will want to see it. It's not going to be going to the movie theater to see. No. No. And, I, and frankly, I don't know. I'd have to wait till I hear back from other people. All right. You know. Let's see what else is up on tap. So we return to the superhero genre, kind of, or at least superpowers. With I Am Number 4. I don't know what to make of that. It's a it's, Michael Bay movie. Well, so there's going to be a lot of things blowing up and yep. big wide-angle shots, but I I don't know. I don't know what – it doesn't, it doesn't look bad to me, but it doesn't really look all that good either. Yeah, it looks kind of like uh, – a hero's season? I don't know. I, yeah. I mean, I've, I've I've been there. I've done that. Yeah. And I didn't see anything in there that made me go, ooh, I've got to check that out. Mm-hmm. Nothing. I mean, yeah. for all I – honestly, it could be a TV series. And that's what I was thinking more along the lines of. Yeah. It's, may, uh, of course, we could be wrong on any of these. Yeah, right? absolutely, because you can't tell from a two-minute trailer. But mm, – You kind of can Sometimes. sometimes. <laughs> All right, next is first up, Smurfs. It doesn't really tell you what it's going to be about, but it's the Smurfs come to the real world oh, and it's three D. Like Alvin and the Chipmunks in blue. Come yeah, on, yeah. I just I, I'm not buying it. I, but I, do you think that maybe they may have learned their lesson from how bad Elvin and the Chipmunks were? No, because kids still watch it. They did the squeakquel. Yes. Uh. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think so. No, no. The next one, I love you, Philip Morris. I gotta say, I'm actually kind of wanting to watch that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Ian McGregor and Jim Carrey, and they're playing gay. Yeah. And it looks hilarious. Mm-hmm. And there's enough spins in the plot where it actually looks like it could be interesting. The, I I kind of want to see that. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to say, though, Jim Carrey is a big-time movie star. Yeah. And it's one thing to play a gay role, um, Brokeback Mountain kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's quite another to play it like that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I want to see it. It looks really funny to me. No, so. I think it looks good. And, I, and the fact is, I like some of Jim Carrey's off roles. I liked him in uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind and in The Truman Show. And Truman Show is probably one of my favorites with him. Yeah. Um, Liar Liar was good the first time you saw it, but mm-hmm. after that, no, not so much. I, I like him more when he actually takes on real acting roles or comedy acting roles, not ones where he's playing Jim Carrey, playing an over-the-top character. Yeah. Well, he doesn't do too many of those anymore. Yeah. I mean, he did those to get to where he was so he yeah. can take the role. And and I Love You, Philip Morris, doesn't seem like it's one of those roles. No, though. definitely not. I mean, it feels like he's a, kind of an over-the-top character mm-hmm. because that's what the character, character is. So, But it's not over-the-top Jim Carrey. It's the no, character himself right. is... Yeah. It, lo- it looks good. Let's look, look at good. two more, and then we're going to wrap up a short show so we can uh, get, get to, to our to, Christmas. Yep. So the final one, Transformers, Dark Side of the Moon. You know, I've been very disappointed in the Transformer movies to date, Chad. Yeah, and, and I'll be honest, if that is how they would have started their first Transformers I movie, I'd have, been, I'd have been sold. It, it was amazing. Um, yeah. You know, it, to the place it in a historical event. Yeah. In the past. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. And so basically, if you haven't seen the trailer, you should check it out because it is a great trailer. But essentially... The whole idea of the moon landing really wasn't to send a man to the moon. It was to get to a the wreckage of a Transformers spaceship on the dark side of the moon. And so uh, they play that whole scene up as though it was the original moon landing, complete with some of the video and audio sequences. And then Walter Cronkite. Yeah. And, yeah. Okay. You've got twenty one. Yeah. You got twenty seven minutes. minutes to go to go check out this wreck. <laughs> it, it, it. I got to say, it looks really impressive. Yeah. I don't know what the hell the movie's about, though. I'm sure that's like the first 10 minutes of the entire movie. Mm-hmm. And then it probably jumps back to the present. And then they got a race to get to the moon, to mm-hmm. get to the spaceship, to mm-hmm. get the power matrix or, you know. Whatever chunk of Transformers technology they've been missing. But if that's the tack that they would have taken, just like you said, from the very beginning, mm-hmm. I'd have been a big fan. If that's the yeah. tone. Yeah. That all the movies would have been. Instead of the mm-hmm. jokey, ha ha, it's for kids, but we're going to kind of put naughty bits in here. Mm-hmm. Well, even the first movie had some really cool elements of that with the whole Hoover Dam is actually housing a... Right. I, th- I thought the first movie should have been just the boy and Bumblebee. Yeah. That should have been the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Not any other the good guy robots. They, if, if they were going to be in it, they mm-hmm. show up at the end and really play up the whole... Boy and his robot story. Mm-hmm. That's what the first Transformers, I thought, should have been. Yeah. But now, maybe they should have done something that happened 40 years ago. Mm-hmm. Play up that angle, and then the movie ends where you know something's going to happen you know, yeah. in the future. That would have been kind of cool. Mm-hmm. But I'm still not going to go see it. <laughs> I know. I know. It. And I'm just so well, sick I, of- I only went to see the second Transformers movie because... It was an outing with my cousin, and usually when we get yeah. together, we go check out a film, and that happened to be playing, so we went to see that. But. Uh, it's, I don't know. Um, 
I'm really sick of in 3D, in 3D. Yeah. Smurfs in 3D. 3D. Ugh, really? Do I need to see Smurfs in 3D? Do I even need to see them in two dimensions? I don't know if I do. I don't. (laughs) I saw them in two dimensions. They were cute when I was, you know, 11. Yeah. I'm over Smurfs now. Uh, Yeah, definitely. But let's milk it for all it's worth. um, Hey, we've got this property sitting out here. So with that, Chad, we're going to wrap up uh, another exciting episode, the 40th of Geekiest Show Ever. Can't say when we're going to get back together and do another one. But sometime um, we will. But sometime soon. Uh, obviously, we've been remiss. We've had three episodes in three months. months about um, that. Yeah. But it happens, and mm-hmm. the show's not going to go away. When Chad and I have the opportunity to get together and do a Geekiest Show ever, we're going to do so. Yep. Um, that being said, if there's somebody out there that wants to be on the show with us, maybe we can schedule something and get that done. Because yep. I think uh, the show would benefit from somebody else occasionally. Absolutely. Maybe David Cohen. Um, Mark Rudd, if you're listening, get you back on the show. You're one of the original hosts of this show. Mm-hmm. You're the one that set up the website origi- originally. Or, heck, even a call-in. Yeah. Well, I don't think any of them is going to, like, drive here. Well, I know that. But I mean, mean somebody, call in and somebody yeah, a listener call in. Yeah. Record yourself and send an MP3. Tim at MyMac.com. So with that, make sure you check out our website, GeekiestShowEver.com. The mothership is, of course, MyMac.com. Find listings to all five of the podcasts that we produce, including this one, The Geekiest Show Ever. We have Tech Fan, which is me and David Cohen. We have the MyMac.com podcast with Guy Searle and Gaz. We have a Pocket Size podcast from Scott Brand New, Scott Wilsey. Brand new show. Check that out. And, and we've got App Minute. Yep. And that's hopefully going to be a, a variety of different mm-hmm. hosts. If you are interested in podcasting, it's a good way to get started. Two to three minute little chunk podcasts. We get them out and uh, easy, fun, yeah. Formative. So if you even got an app you like and you want to do a two minute segment, record it, send it to Tim, post it, and get it up on that minute. So with that, we're out of here. We'll see you soon.